Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, heroes and villains. I'm your host, Ristam Haptamarium. I know your time is precious, so we're going to get right into today's topic on the continuation of my Everybody's Protest Novel Analysis. In understanding Baldwin's critique of Uncle Tom's Cabin, He emphasizes the point that the novel is widely celebrated in American history as a landmark for racial equality and used as a symbol of progression. I can recall the novel being a required read in middle school and how much my English teachers raved about Uncle Tom's Cabin at every level of education I've completed. A novel is supposed to represent characters and actions with some degree of realism or close to reality which is what Baldwin's issues lies with the novel because it doesn't provide a complex and honest view that enriches the reader's understanding of the black experience, yet and more so just rehashes simplistic moral positions that makes people feel good but don't actually solve anything. My issue lies with the feel-good experience because oftentimes people confuse feel-good experiences with progression. In this case, racial progression regarding black people. It's one thing to watch documentary after documentary about racism and post black screens on social media, but too many people stop there and believe their work is done. Baldwin argues that the novel would have been more effective had Stowe focused on representing humanity rather than a cause she has no first-hand experience in. I find it problematic, but also ironic, that Harriet Beecher Stowe, a white author, is proclaimed as the voice of change that set people free after reading her novel, when the very topic of her book doesn't affect her whatsoever. Not to discredit her work, but if we want to make real progress and learn about people's experience, it should be coming from their voices. Black authors don't nearly get the same support for their work. Baldwin's stance supports my idea by arguing against the assumption that because Uncle Tom's Cabin is an anti-slavery novel, and Stowe's intentions were to portray black characters in a positive light. She undermines this by preserving racist white principles, such as slavery, that are linked to whiteness with purity and blackness with evil, and that is why Baldwin believes it shouldn't be a symbol for racial progress, yet it still stands to do so. Baldwin compares the goal of the protest novel to white missionaries in Africa and highlights the fact that society has convinced oppressed people that they are inferior to their white oppressors. I find this especially relevant when it comes to religion and Christianity and the association of everything good is represented by a white man in the Bible which bounds the oppressors and the oppressed by the same beliefs. The belief that we should forgive and forget all of the pain we have been put through by our white oppressors because white Jesus says so. However, I disagree because the black perspective on the world is completely different from the white perspective on the world. So to say that we are bound together by the same belief of religion and the Bible is just another tactic to keep black people from thinking freely and exploring and receiving faith through their own methods. I take issue with the idea of the white savior complex, which refers to a white person who provides help to non-white people 
in a self-serving manner. Because whether it's literature, film, or media depicting black people in their experience, they normally don't get to narrate their own stories. And the stories themselves aren't necessarily accurate. But somehow, it is always centered around a white humanitarian who comes and saves the day. The video Coney 2012 is a great example, with footage of African men, women, and children sickly and facing civil war. But everything changes and everyone is smiling once the white person intervenes and helps to save the day. Much like Baldwin argues, protest novels or films fail because they do not engage the full reality of human existence. Instead, reducing people to simple categories like white people who come and save the day. It's never about how white people played a major role in forcing the oppressed into their unfortunate realities. As long as they continue to make money off the plight of black people, it will continue to happen. That is why Stowe and many people aren't as deserving of the immense credit they get, in my opinion. Novels are important because novels and stories allow us to gain access to deeply imagined lives other than our own. Experiencing complex moral situations enriches the pool of experiences from which we make decisions. Great novels also have the complexity to strengthen our moral muscles. But when novels inaccurately depict the realities they are attempting to storytell, it does more harm than it does good which Baldwin argues in everybody's protest novel. Protest novels are meant to educate readers as well as spike their interests, but where people go wrong, especially progressive white people, is that it gives the reader a false sense of assurance that they are virtuous for simply reading it. In reality, protest novels like Uncle Top's Cabin are nothing more than sentimental fantasies that reflect fear, confusion, and denial of the truth. In Stowe's defense, many might argue that it would have been difficult to make that point clear, being that the book was written from the perspective of a white woman in the 19th century. While this is arguably true, Baldwin's point that the novel should not be read as a symbol of racial progress still stands. To conclude my thoughts, narratives and novels are important and allow people to educate others in creative ways as long as they hold a strong sense of reality. Novels have much information in different fields that are fed to your brain unconsciously, even if you don't want to learn them. But when it comes to protest novels specifically, they hold information that everyone needs to take in and do action with. The work doesn't end on the last page of the book or the final scene of the film, or even on social media, but in fact, we must work to be anti-racist always and challenge protest novels and narratives as well because they carry strong messages that take on lives of their own. In some cases, regressing from the goal of racial progression. If you have made it to this point, I would like to thank you for listening to my analysis of James Baldwin's Everybody's Protest Novel. 
I greatly appreciate you and hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.